the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome to the Larry Rosenthal Show. It's always good to have you on the radio with us here. And in our studio is our financial and retirement expert, as he is every week. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Chris. And how are you today? Well, I'm. Uh, I guess we're all in the same camp as far as who we're rooting for for the uh, for the Super Bowl this year. And uh, that would be Mr. Rosenthal. Do you care to put that out on the radio, or do you want to keep that as a super secret? You know, my my Redskins aren't in it, so I don't have a dog in the hunt. No dog in the hunt. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So I just want to see a good game. That's all. So you know, most Super Bowls are good games. Oh yeah, yeah, they are. It's uh, it's been an interesting and sort of controversial ride up to this one for sure. It it has been, it has been, but we'll see. You know, it provides the entertainment. That's what they're looking for. <laughs> That's what it's about. Yes, so, sir. Definitely. I mean, that's uh, next weekend. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Just around the corner. The year is already going fast. It sure is. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We always start the show off each week. Well, again, I'd like to uh, welcome our our new listeners on Sirius XM Family Talk, Channel 131, uh, coast-to-coast and and border-to-border, as Chris likes to say, as well as our longtime listeners in the D.C. area on WAVA uh, um, 105.1 FM in the D.C. Baltimore area. Each week we start the show off with what happened in the markets, the economy, anything like that. And, boy, what an interesting announcement the Fed is kind of leaning towards. And, and let's back up real quick here, first of all, and get some numbers before we dive into that. Through Friday, through yesterday, the Dow is up over 6% for the year. The NASDAQ's up just under 8 and the S&P's up a little over 6% for the year. So, you know, we've seen sort of this V recovery thus far in the markets. Is it sustainable? Is it going to stay? That's the big question going forward. But the Fed really jumped in yesterday and really sort of helped a, a, a lend it a hand to it all. And that was, you know, they were talking about, you know, the, the Fed has been raising interest rates and they softened that position earlier in January. And that's what really what's been propelling the markets up. In addition to that, so bonds that they purchased back in the 2008 financial crisis roll off their balance sheet. And that alone also tightens the economy or slows the economy down a bit. So they were talking about doing a $50 or $50 billion roll off each month. And now they're talking about slowing that down, maybe even getting ready to stop it. 
which is is going to help continue to to expand the economy uh, e- even more. So so that was very good news yesterday. That's really what propelled the markets up uh, late late afternoon on on Friday. So very interesting uh, statement that they were talking about. Um, you know, and they're citing slowdowns not only here but around the but around the globe as well. So. Uh, but, you know, again, the, the old adage on Wall Street, Chris, you can't fight the Fed, right? Mm-hmm. U.S. labor market continues to remain robust. You know, we, 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 we had weekly jobs uh, claims that fell to 199,000 this past week, which was a, a huge, huge reduction, which is, which is awesome. You know, uh, lowest since 1969. So very, very good as far as all that goes. China's economy is still expanding, but it's slowing a little bit. Uh, Germany uh, talked about slashing, you know, their outlook, and uh, the e- ECB, European Central Bank, left their interest rates unchanged. So there's a little bit of stimulus coming back into the the global economy because people are recognizing somewhat of a slowdown. And then we have trade tariffs still still on the books, and uh, Wilbur Ross this week said that we're miles apart uh, on the trade deal. Well, they're going to try and get closer together. That's all. This is a work in progress, so we'll have to wait and, and really see with it all. But all in all, you know, the economy looks strong, and, and the Fed is now off. So all eyes are focusing on on China trade and corporate earnings. And corporate earnings have, have, have been coming in a little bit stronger than what people have actually anticipated. You know, we've only had 24 companies report, uh, or 24% re- report so far. Um, you know, we've got all February and into March as well. But the numbers are, are looking a little bit better, and, and forward guidance is what everybody's focusing on. So all in all, right now, the economy and the markets seem to be getting some, some more stabilization to it. So well, You can say that's a really good thing, but for those who are government workers, um, there's, still, there's still not a lot of hope in sight yet on that one, and they're still a little concerned about where their next dollar is coming from. Well, Chris, they're reopening the government now. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully um, soon, right? But then what are they going to do with all that back pay and all that? I haven't. Just no, they're 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 reopening the government now. They made a deal that they're oh, reopening that. it. Oh, okay. You Good. missed that. Yeah, they're reopening it for the next three weeks in hopes to negotiate both sides. Okay. So okay. so people are coming back to work now, and and uh, that's a good thing. So so you know. Uh, who knows what's going to happen and when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen, but people are getting back to work and, awesome. and, and getting paid for the work that they've been doing. So so that is a, a, a very good thing when, when, when it comes hopefully to Hopefully it's that. a long-term instead of just a temporary end to this shutdown. Well, hopefully in the next three weeks both sides can put their heads together and come up with some sort of a resolution that, that you know, works on, on what they both want to, you know, try to try to accomplish. So we'll just wait and see. And, and kind of go from there. So, Hey, listen, this is a live call-in, biblically-based financial planning talk show. Give us a ring with any of your financial planning or investment questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. We keep the, mic op- or keep the phone lines open here, Chris, during the, the, during the break. Let people give us a ring from anywhere in the country on any questions you may have on the stock market, the economy, the Fed, your retirement plans, insurance, wills, trust, whatever it may be, give us a call, 855-767-3123. You're listening to Making Money Sense, and I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense 
in a moment. Here's a quick tip for you. Remember, it's time in the market, not necessarily timing. Stay away from lots of buy-sell transactions. Find quality, buy it and hold it until the quality goes away or your investment objectives change. It's time in the market, not necessarily timing. If you'd like more information on proper investing, then go visit my website at LarryRosenthal.com or simply give us a call at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. That's 855-767-3123. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is The Larry Rosenthal Show. 855-767-3123. 855-ROSE-123. Lines are available for you now if you'd like to dial in and uh, speak to Larry Rosenthal. Larry. Well, of course, we... Uh I guess we're getting some phone have calls a couple lines here. calling in, but, but somebody got disconnected. We'll just keep on uh, moving along, and, and uh, here we go. Good morning, it's Larry. May I help you? Hey, good morning. I have, uh, I have a question on retirement. I am a federal worker, and I'm 59 and a half years old. And I was told by, um, I don't know, if uh, they said a benefits counselor that I could take out my whole TSP and invest it in um, a different account. And then I could still, since I'm still working, I could still um, do the TSP. And my question is that, is it safe? Because I, 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 I kept asking like people and I haven't heard anybody that has done it. So, so here's the story on, on, on this. When you're 59 and a half and you're a federal employee and, you're in, and you have money in the TSP, the Thrift Savings Plan, <clears throat> you are eligible for what's called an in-service rollover, which means you can move the money out of the TSP tax-free into an IRA. And then when you still keep on working and still keep contributing, uh, the government will still continue to match. You're just starting that account over at zero because you've moved all the money out to an IRA. So, so here's the story on that. You know, your question is, is it safe? It's as safe as the investments you select inside your IRA. If you decide to put it into risky, risky investments, well, then that's what you're going to get. If you decide to put it in conservative or moderate investments, then those are what you're going to get. So, so the question really is, where are you going to be investing the money? Is is what it, goes to the answer to your question okay they told me that um i don't know where they where they're gonna but what they told me is that once I, they move the money that whatever account they're gonna put in i'm gonna have they're going to give me a 25 percent interest up front and then i think um um like uh, every year they they will reduce their interest rate, whatever interest you give them. But the first time it's twenty five percent interest, and then so they will I, I don't know I don't know of any place right now where I can go out and get twenty five percent interest on my money. Okay, now it sounds like to me that it could be some sort of a bonus type of an annuity, but that is very very large. So I I am not familiar with what you're talking about. Think about this: the banks right now are paying about two to three percent interest. 
Okay. Oh. The 10-year Treasury bond is paying 2.74%. Where is somebody getting 25% interest? I would really want to see what, what this is uh, be, before I can even talk to you about it because I, I am not familiar with anything like that. I do know that there are certain types of annuities out there that will give you a, a 7 or a 10% bonus to put the money in for year one. But then if you, if you leave the, that annuity contract with a certain number of years, they, they, they can recapture some or all of it back. So I'm not familiar with a 25% type program. If you want, I'll be happy to put you on hold, and we'll have one of our advisors reach out to you and maybe you can send in uh, some information on it. We'll go through it for you. Make sure that you're not going to make a mistake, okay? Yes, please. Yep, let me place you on hold. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Let's welcome Anita on the line from Florida. Good morning, Anita. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you today? I have a question. We did a will, and um, it's divide everything is going to our three children. But we have since moved and left that state that the will was done in. Do we need to do a new will for the state we're living in? Yes. You need to just talk to an attorney and just make sure that, that the uh, covenants inside that will, will will work with your current state that you're domicile in, and you probably okay. just have to make a couple little changes there. Okay. All right. That was, okay. that was my question. Thank you. Yep. Thank you so much. Uh, Anita, I also want to add something to that, Okay. When you're, okay. when you're looking at estate planning here, and this is actually one of the subjects that I was going to talk about this morning on my show, so this is a great timely call, you want to make sure that your beneficiary forms are filled out correctly as well, okay? Because okay. like your IRAs and your retirement plans and, your, and, and bank accounts and anything that has a named beneficiary is going to override whatever's on that will. In other okay. words, the beneficiary form is the, is the strongest form out there. It's stronger than a will or a trust. So make sure so, that everything flows according to what your wishes are, and it starts with your beneficiary form. So if we have a joint checking account, my husband and I, should we do a beneficiary uh, form through the bank for all the accounts we have and make each other a beneficiary and then go down the line to the children? Exactly. And, like if, you're dealing okay. with a, and if you're dealing with a bank account, then it's going to be called POD payable on okay. death. So if something happens gotcha. to both you and your husband right now, that joint uh -huh. checking account is going to go through probate, which is the court's I distribution see. process. But if you have okay. your and joint checking account with Anita and husband, POD, right. meaning payable on death, if something, God forbid, right. happens to both of y'all, then it's automatically right. going to go to the heirs that you name on that POD form. And it'll avoid and probate. And the bank? Does, it get, does the bank provide these, or where yes. would we get these? Yes, yes, any institution, okay. wherever your money's held, if it's at a mutual fund company, okay. at a bank, a credit union, wherever it is, you can always ask for either POD or TOD. If it's an investment, it's TOD, okay. transfer on okay. death. Bank accounts are right. POD. So this way it will avoid probate, court fees, time delays, and attorney's costs. It will go directly to the people that you want it to go to. Okay. Thank you so much. Did not know that. Yep, Thank you. you're you're welcome. I actually have, have a, a, a whole a whole kit on all of that. If you want, be happy to send it out to you, or just go right into the bank and tell them that's what you want to do. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate the phone mm -hmm. call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at eight five five Rose one two three. That's eight five five seven six seven three one two three. Let's welcome Mike on the line from Washington State. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How can I help you, sir? Beg your pardon? 
How can I help you, sir? Oh, I just want to know really quick what your thoughts are on uh, taking some of my 401k and converting it either into silver and or gold. What would be the purpose of that? And you mean you mean actually buying the actual metal or buying the yes. price of it, like uh, the the ETF? What are you talking about? Buy, actually, buying the metals themselves. What's your investment objective? Is it more for doomsday scenario, or is it more because you believe in the commodity sector right now? Um, a little, a little of the first, but probably more of the second. Well, then, then I would look at, at, at getting the, the silver ETF or the gold ETF instead of converting it into the metal because it, it, it's a little challenging when you're putting it into an IRA to do that. Be, and then on top of that, there's large fees, in my opinion, to, buy, to converting it into the actual metal itself. Uh, there, there's a big commission going in and a big commission going out. But if you're looking at that asset class, you can just buy like the, the a, a, an ETF that buys all of it for you. That way you're not going to pay this massive amount of, of, of uh, expense to get in and to get out of it. Plus, it's, it's very, very liquid for you. Okay, that makes sense. What about just purchasing precious metals? without taking it out of the IRA? Again, it's the same scenario right there. Um, are you doing it now for a collector standpoint, the doomsday scenario, or because you believe in the commodity sector? You know, if it's if it's the collector standpoint, I've got a very good friend of mine who, who does that a lot, and he, he collects coins, and he collects these. And it's pretty neat. But, you know, remember, at the end of the day, when if you were going to take that that silver dollar or that gold dollar or whatever it is, down to the store, you're still just going to get a dollar's worth of goods for it. You have to sell it to right, somebody right. else for that spot price on that day, and that's where the the commission stuff will, will come in if you're doing it through type of an exchange or, or a company like that, unless you're going to a show to do it. As far as the doomsday stuff goes, you know, I, I, if something happened to the dollar or, or something like that, I just don't see us going back to the gold standard where you're going to where you're going to go down to the store and shave off some gold to, to, to get a meal. I, I just don't see that. I think we're more in a digital type of an age when it comes to all of that. So in times of, of rising inflation, commodities will, will do pretty well. And we don't have a lot of rising inflation right now. So so gold, if, if you go back and t take a look at gold and, and the metals and things, there are times in the market, short-lived times, when they've done very, very well. But long-term they're usually not outpacing taxes and inflation, so just be careful with the amount of dollars that you actually stick into it. Okay, Mike? All right, then. Thank you. Yep, appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense. Again, Larry Rosenthal Show. Dial us up with any of your questions on anything at all, any subject matter at all that you may have today, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Tara on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Tara. How are you today? Fine, are you? I'm doing well. How can I help you? I have been made the executive of my mother's estate. Now I need, I have located the assets. I have paid the creditors. Now I need to know how do I close it out? You've you so you've you've paid everything off? Yes. There was no property. It was just bank accounts, retirement accounts, um and insurances. 
Okay, so you can just go down to the probate court and just tell them everything's done, everything's settled, everything's liquidated, every everything's fine, and you're confident no more creditors could show up. They'll just close it out for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there's there's one last thing. Um, what about taxes? There, her her last W-2 came in. So how do I file her taxes or taxes on the estate? So was she uh, – well, uh, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss, okay? Um, Thank you. And Lat, was she, did she pass in 2018? Yes. Yeah, so the estate's not closed yet until you pay this tax, so you've got to pay this last year tax return. Do you work with a tax preparer? Yes. Just simply go to him or her and say, hey, you know, I'm the executor of my mom's estate. Here's the deal. Give them a copy, if you can find one, of your mom's 2017 taxes, and then give them the W-2 uh, form or 1099s from, from 2018, and they'll, they'll settle that out. After that f- return is completed, then you're going to go to the probate court and close it out. Okay. Got it. Thank okay. you very much. You're welcome. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal's show. Speaking of Maryland, we're going to be having a couple of our seminar series coming up over at uh, Turf Valley Country Club uh, just outside of Baltimore, Maryland here. We've got a series coming up on on, uh, February 19th. We're running two classes that day, one one from 1 o'clock to 2.30 in the afternoon, and then again in the evening from 6.30 to 8. And it's going to be on the importance of estate planning. We're going to be talking about the Lifetime Tax Advantage Stretch IRA or Multi-Generational IRA, as well as the do's and don'ts of Roth conversion. In other words, how do we maximize these tax-deferred and tax-free dollars that we've created over the time? You you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register right there online. Just hit the Seminar tab. Or give us a call during the week at 855-ROSE-123 or even this morning if you wanted to. There's no cost for the seminar and the meals and refreshments and things are, are complimentary. Again, that's going to be February 19th, two classes at Turf Valley Country Club just outside of Baltimore, Maryland from 1 to 2.30 in the afternoon. And then again that same evening from 6.30 to 8. You can attend either class. It's the same material. So we're going to take a quick break here. You listen to Making Money Sense. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-ROSE-123. 767-3123 and we'll be back with more Making Money Sense. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. 
you can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Get started with your financial plan today at LarryRosenthal.com or call right now for the Financial Planning Toolkit, 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Thank you for all your calls here this morning. And please know that there are a couple of lines available for you if you'd like to dial in, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Some really cool things happening with your website and some of this social media that you're working with, right? Sure, Chris. People can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, click on the Facebook icon there, and, and follow us. Uh, we're, we're having a, a, a push this year. You know, we've, we've been a little behind in, in our Facebook stuff and, and, and social media, and we're going to crank it up this year. So go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. We're going to be pushing out all types of educational information. Again, LarryRosenthal.com. Like us on Facebook. Uh, you'll see the little icon there, and, and, and make sure you follow us. We'll be pushing out educational information just like what this radio show does each and every week for you. Uh, send it to your friends. You know, it's free. We, we believe in, in strong financial education. I was just talking to somebody the other day. I, I ran into uh, <coughs> someone, and, and we were, we were we met, met, met some new people, and they were asking, you know, well, what do you do, blah, blah, blah. And the, 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 the gentleman I met made a very interesting comment to me, and he said, you know, that's one thing that we need that we don't have. We don't have financial education in the schools. And I said, you're exactly Amen. correct. Yep. I said, yep. we, we get some, some theory classes and some econ and some finance and stuff like that, but really no practical. And, and more of it's in college, I would say. Very little of it's in, in high school. And, and it's really a, a, a big need. So, so feel free. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. Like us and follow us on Facebook as well. Let's go ahead and welcome Carmen on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Carmen. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Um, How can I help I, you? Sure. My question to you is uh, an earlier caller asked about uh, uh, a will. So what I have right now is a form that I found online, and I put all my last wishes and everything. And a coworker who is authorized by the state of Maryland to authenticate it and seal it, I just wanted to make sure it is valid in the state of, of Maryland. Carmen, I, I you know I would have to to turn that will document over to an estate planning attorney to read to make sure it, it is valid in that in that state. I don't know where the data is that you pulled down or anything like that. I can uh, put you on hold and and we will have uh, an estate planning attorney reach out to you to to discuss it with you. I, I don't know what's in your document, where you got it, or anything like that. That's the best mm -hmm. I can do yeah, right it's now. Yeah, just one of those forms that we found we find online and put, you know, we fill in the blanks or change a few things, and that that's what I did according to, you know, my last wishes. So yeah, I would be happy. Yeah, to let me. Look, I'll go ahead and do that for you. That uh, because I I don't know. I'm I'm afraid to say. Yeah, it could work, uh, but I'm not going to say that. Okay, so let me put you on hold, and we'll get someone to to reach out to you next week. Appreciate the phone call. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and welcome Nancy on the line from New Hampshire. Good morning, Nancy. How are you today? I am well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. How can I help you? I wanted to ask um, about Social Security. I'm still working. I'm 67 years old, and I'm still working full time. And um, I started this 
month of January, I got my first Social Security check that I filed under my ex-spouse's um, Social Security. Okay. And I've had several people tell me that I should have just um, filed under my own. And and then I, I know that the money that uh, if I don't do my own, I've been told that it's earning 8% interest between 66 and 70 years old. Yes. So what was the best thing for me to do? So I don't know. So here's the story. When you're, when, if you've reached your normal retirement age, and as you've stated here, it's 67 in, in, in for you, you can work and make an unlimited amount of money. Then the question becomes, is it, is it better for you to take Social Security now or since you're working, you may not need it, and then allow it to, to maximize the benefit up to age 70? And if you do that, each year at 68, 69, and then 70, it will grow by 8% your income stream. The question here with that piece right now, Nancy, is are you needing to – are you using any of your savings or investments to help you live in addition to your work income? And if the answer is yes, then I would say take Social Security because why spend down your own savings and investments when Social Security is on deck ready to give you money? that you can save the own, your own principal of your own dollars. The, the sec- second part of that there is if you did take Social Security, would you be able to retire and not work? Do you want to retire and not work is another question. So, so those right. are two of the competing questions right there that you really have to break down. Then the third part of this conversation is I would have to look to see what your, your ex-spouse's benefit is um, versus uh, – Uh, your benefit and you would take the larger of the two obviously now there is a way that you could take take his maybe and then defer yours also we we have a uh, software in our office that that we would put all of your information in and it would tell you which is the best option for you to to select from Um, so I would need to get get some history of earnings and then I'd be able to to really give you the definitive answer on all that but the bigger picture here is do you want to continue working? And if so, that's great. Do you, you know, how is your health? Is it, is it best for you to wait and defer your Social Security to 70 versus starting it now? You know, what's your life going to be like when you're 70, 75 years old, things of that nature? Is it really going to change the scenario so much? Because your break-even point is probably in your latter 70s, 78, 79, maybe even 80 years old if you were to take Social Security now versus deferring it to 70. Those are the questions that we really have to boil down. Okay. Because this this month, um, uh, Social Security's office has told me that I could collect of my ex's social security until I decide to collect my own. Yes, I know you can do that. Yep, that's correct. But yep. And if, if you want to keep on working, then, then that's fine too, and yours will continue to defer at 8%. That'll work perfect okay. for you. Okay. Yep. Okay. Not All a right. problem then. All right. Appreciate thank, the phone call. Thank yep. you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Go to go to our website, LarryRosenthal.com, if you want, and go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Let's welcome Maria on the line from North Carolina. Good morning, Maria. How are you? 
Good morning. Good. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you today? Uh, yes, Mr. Larry. I got a question. Um, I got some money on my savings, and right now, what is the best um, advice from you to invest my money in? Well, Maria, it depends on what your objective is and, and how much money you you need to keep in the bank. I want you to make sure that you have an adequate cash reserve in the bank for emergencies, anywhere from three to six months worth of living expenses really need to stay in the bank, okay? Um, then take a look at the rest of your investment. Do you have other investments, savings, mutual funds? What what, what else do you have? No, I don't have I don't have other, but um, it's just like the money that I have and that, you know, I'm still working and, you know, getting money every month, but um, the savings that I have, I actually have it on my checking account. But it's like it's, you know, I feel like it's not doing anything. I mean, the money sitting in there, and if I would like to take it out and put it like, you know, invest it in something, even if it's a little bit of it, not everything. Sure. But, Maria, what what I'm going to do is is I, 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 I'm going to send you out our financial planning toolkit. And it's going to enable us to really take a look at where you are, your time horizon, your risk tolerance, how much income versus expenses you have, your ability to save. Then I'll be in a position to really tell you where and how you should invest it. But it sounds like to me we need to maybe just get a little bit better interest rate uh, for you and, and, but still keep the, the money safe and stable. Uh, we, we don't want to overextend any risk in what you're talking about. So I'm going to put you on hold, and, and Bob will get some information from you, and we'll have uh, an advisor reach out to you as well as uh, send you out our financial planning toolkit. Is that okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You have a wonderful weekend. Appreciate the phone call. Let's, let's go ahead and welcome uh, Kelly on the line from Indiana. Good morning, Kelly. How are you? Larry, thank you for the show. I'm learning a lot. Good. I appreciate that. Uh, my question is uh, moving from one investment company to another. Um, who is responsible uh, for helping me do that? Is it the company that I have my money with now or the company that I want to move to? Actually, both. And here's the way okay. it plays out, Kelly. You, The company that you want to move to will have a transfer form for you to sign then they will okay. fill out that transfer form with your correct information, account numbers of what you want to transfer, then they will send it to your old company. Okay. Then once your old that company receives that paperwork in good order, okay, then they have yes. to execute it and transfer it over according to how that, that transfer paperwork is instructing them to do it. Okay, so it sounds pretty easy in that, uh, you made it sound like I just need to put my signature on it. Well, you need to put your signature on it, but there's also lots of stuff involved. Is is this dealing with a non-IRA account or an IRA account or a 401K? What's the story there? Uh, 401K uh, that was converted to an IRA after I left the job. Okay, so so you have an you have an individual IRA at at Company A, and you want to move that individual IRA to Company B. Piece of cake. Yes. You take Company B's transfer form and you tell them to move it all over. Now, in your existing IRA, are there stocks and things in there that you want to keep, or do you want them to sell it all out and move over cash, and then the new company buys stuff the way they see it? 
Um, well, when you say company, are, are you meaning another investment company or the new company I'm working for? So the the old company where the money's held now yes. has it invested in different things, right? Yes. On the transfer form from the new company, you can instruct the old company to send it over in kind, meaning you'll get the same investments over to the new company, or they could just move it to cash and then send it over, and the new company will, will purchase. Okay. Uh, and the new company, may I say the name of one of the companies? Sure, whatever you want. Okay. I didn't know if that was okay, but um, I hear a lot of advertising for Fidelity Investments having zero cost to uh, a handful, I think it's like less than half a dozen of their mutual funds. And I was just wondering uh, what you thought. I mean, I love to pay zero costs, and I was wondering what you thought about. Um, zero cost sounds very good, but somewhere somebody has to make something, right? So we, we have to look to, look to see what the expense ratios are, the fees involved, or the actual funds involved in it. Um, uh, so, so, you know, I dive down and take a good look in, in, into it. Um, also remember this too: the, the company that you're you're currently at. Are you working with an advisor, or or not? I, I am not. Okay, so then you, if you're doing it all yourself, then you want your your fees to be as low as possible. You, I mean, you always do, uh, but also yes. don't don't just don't discount the value of professional guidance and advice unless you're doing it, you know, full time. Uh, and if you're capable of that, then then that then that's great. Uh, just so just get the prospectuses out and, and find out where the costs are, if there are any costs. I've seen some of the ads, um, but I haven't uh, pulled it all down yet. Uh, you know, to, to to really look at it's a brand new program. Okay, I will look into that and make sure that what they're saying is true. I hope it is. And so, thank you very much for for your yep. answers. Well, I'm sure it is. Yep, absolutely. You have a great weekend. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at eight five five Rose one two three. Also, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and like us and follow us on Facebook. We'll be pushing out all types of educational information to you each week, just once a week. We're not going to bomb you with uh, the stuff on Facebook, but just once a week, we're, we're, we're going to be sending you out educational information. Let's welcome Dan on the line from Florida. Good morning, Dan. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Uh, I turned 70 in August of last year. Of last year. Can I, can I, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm I'm getting uh, Social Security railroad retirement, and I also have a business. Can I put money into a 401k for last year still, even though I turned 70 because I'm not 70 and a half? No, but you can do an IRA. I can do an IRA? Yes, from last year, yes. But the okay, 401k the needed to have been put in before the end of the year. Okay, okay. Uh, but I can still do an IRA. Would that be a Roth IRA? Yes, a Roth IRA at over 70, you can always contribute as long as you have earned income. That's not a problem. Okay. There's Very no good. age limit Thanks. on the Roth. All right, but 401K has the, the 70 limit. Well, it, 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 
it ha- if you're still working in the same company, you can still contribute to the 401k. But the you're 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 in 2019 asking if you can back it up into 2018 on a 401k, and the answer is no. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. Absolutely appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's let's see here. Let's uh, welcome Heather on the line from Florida. Good morning, Heather. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you today? Well, I started three years ago putting into my IRA um, through my office. I'm 43. How long should I do this, and how much should I be putting in? Right now, I'm I'm pretty sure between the doctor and I, we're putting in 8%. So I want you to put in as much as you possibly can each pay period, each month that your budget allows for as long as you possibly can. Here's the story, Heather. You're, you're 42 years old, so you've probably got another 20-ish years to save. And then one day when you retire, let's say it's 62, let's put 20 years on it, okay? You st- that money's got to last you to 72, 82, 92, maybe even 102. So we need to get compound interest growing tax-deferred as much as possible, as soon as possible, so that you can have these dollars down the road in your retirement years. Okay. So okay. there's not like a percentage that you would recommend? Well, the percentage that I would recommend is is how much you can afford. You know, let's suppose let's suppose you can say, you know what, I can afford a thousand dollars a month, just as an example. Mm-hmm. But you go, well, if I can save a thousand dollars a month, I can't go out and get a pizza and a movie on Friday night. Right. Guess what? That's probably not going to work too long because you have to put some lifestyle into your life. Correct. Right. You have to have a standard of living. So if you say, well, I can afford $1,000 a month at the at the max, maybe I'm going to back it off to $700 a month, and now I'm going to be able to go out to you know dinner on the weekends and, and movies or whatever it is that you do so that you have a balanced mix of saving as much as you possibly can, but you're also allowing yourself to live, too. You know, you don't want to come home at night and not turn the lights on because you don't want, you want to save on your electric bill, right? That's, that's standard of living. So... So that's really the deal right there. So, and so which one do you like better, a Roth or a simple IRA? Well, if it's your employer's scenario where money's going in, it's going to be on the simple side because unless they open up a Roth opportunity for you. But I like both, and here's the reason why. When you take a look at, at what a pre-tax account does versus the post-tax Roth does, it does two things, the pre-tax or the simple enables you to put money in pre-tax. In other words, you're writing it off on your taxes this year. You're getting a tax deduction this year. However, down the road, when you go to pull this money out, you have to pay taxes on all of it. On the other side, when you're looking at the money into a Roth IRA, it's going in post-tax. So you're not getting a deduction today, but down the road in retirement, it's all coming back to you tax-free, providing it stays there for five years or to 59 and a half, okay, whichever is longer. So my point is this. If I marched 100 financial advisors into the studio right now with me from around the country, the first third are going to tell you, put it all pre-tax, Heather. And then the second third are going to tell you, no, put it all post-tax on the Roth. 
and I'm a financial advisor who wants it on both sides. I recognize the value and the importance of a tax deduction today going in pre-tax, but at the same time, most clients complain a lot about the taxes they have to pay when they pull the money out in retirement years. So I like a balanced mixture of it. If you can, if you can do both, then obviously split it and do both. It's really a tax allocation strategy uh, as far as it all goes. And, and taxes are the most expensive thing inside any investments. And to be able to understand this tax allocation discussion, it's vitally important not only for today but as well as down the road. Um, you know, do you get a tax refund each April, or do you have to pay? I get a tax refund. So if you're getting a tax refund, that automatically tells me you can afford to put money on the Roth side, the tax-free side. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so now let's figure it out with your tax return. How much can we shift over from the pre-tax to the Roth side and start building up some of the tax-free dollars, and it won't even hurt you come April uh, on tax filing time. So you, you have an opportunity to do this, and it's going to pay off huge for yourself in 20 years. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yep. I look, appreciate it. Absolutely. If you want, we'll send you out our financial toolkit, and it will help break it all out to the different tax buckets to see if you, how much you should put on the Roth or on the um, – uh, tax or on the tax deductible side, we'll have someone follow up with you to discuss that if you want. All right, that's great. Okay, well then I'll I'll put you on hold and Bob will get some of your contact information and we'll be happy to send it out to you. All right, thank you. Make sure you go to our website, LarryRosenthal.com, and like us and follow us on Facebook as well. Okay. I will. Thank you. All right, appreciate it. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal's show here. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Before we take this break, we're going to be having another one of our seminar series coming up over in uh, in, in Maryland, just outside of Baltimore at, at uh, Turf Valley Country Club. It's going to be on uh, February 19th, and we're running two sessions on February 19th. Kind of an interesting scenario there, uh, but we're, we're, we're looking forward to, to really doing it. Uh, and it's going to be... Um, Tuesday evening, February 19th at 6.30 to 8 p.m., and we're also doing one in the afternoon from 1 to 2.30 in the afternoon. There's no charge for this seminar, and the meals and refreshments are complimentary. Come on out to Turf Valley Country Club. Call, Give us a call, 855-ROSE-123 to register, or simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. We're going to be discussing the importance and the power of the beneficiary form. We will be hitting on the tax bracket or on the tax allocation stuff that I was just talking to Heather about on, on the air. It's going to be the Lifetime Tax Advantage Stretch IRA. So this will be a local one over near the Baltimore area. Soon we'll be looking at doing some of these uh, around the country, maybe coming to a place close to you soon. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. You're listening to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. Listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually 
pays for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenacrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. Delivering sound financial advice you can depend on. You found the Larry Rosenthal Show. Call now with your questions, 855-767-3123, or stop by LarryRosenthal.com. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. I'd like to add to that a little bit, too. Make sure that you stop by Facebook as well and uh, like the Larry Rosenthal Show there. What's that, uh, what's that Facebook address? Just look for Larry Rosenthal, Rosenthal Wealth Management Group oh, on Facebook. Perfect. Yep. Go out there Rosenthal and Wealth Management Group or uh, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and There's just click on the Facebook nice. icon there and follow us and like us. Let's welcome Byron on the line from the district. Good morning, Byron. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Um, I'd like to um, know uh, the best strategy to um, uh, invest a lump sum of money. Should I... Uh, um, I want to consider current cash flow, um, retirement, and whether or not to pay that or to pay down a mortgage with the entire um, uh, inheritance. Byron, lots of questions right there. Okay, so let's uh, let's unpack them one at a time, real quick. First of all, I'm sorry to hear about your loss to to receive the inheritance. Okay, um, thank you. So what's the best way to invest a loss? Today, in today's market, with the volatility that's going on, the uncertainty of the China-U.S. Uh, trade imbalance negotiations and, and things like that, I would do what's called dollar cost averaging, where I would take a little bit of the money each month and move it into the market, okay, so that over a period of time you're going to get the average – uh, price per share of mutual funds, stocks, ETS, bonds, whatever it is that you're buying, okay? That's the one way that I would implement in moving the money into the market. The second scenario is are, do you want to turn it into income and towards retirement as well? Correct. So, so we I'm need to turn away the options. Okay, so we need to make sure that the investments not only provide you the growth that you need, short and long term, but that they're conducive to providing the reliable income for you uh, from, from good, solid sources. So, so that's, you know, that goes to the question of, okay, once we've got the money into the market, where is it going? What type of stock, bond, mutual fund, UIT, ETF are we going to use? What asset class? That's the second right. thing that we have to break down. The third thing is, well, wait a minute. Forget all this investing. Should I just pay down my debt and have a home that's paid for? So one of the risks of doing that is you could end up with a nice home paid for in retirement by retiring your mortgage, but you could end up being house rich and cash poor, and that's not a good thing. 
there's a lot of people around the country that have their home paid for, which I'm a fan of. That's wonderful, but they don't have money to go out and, and go to dinner with on, on Friday and Saturday night because they're house rich and cash poor. So I need to break that down in your scenario to see exactly where you are. There's, there's some clients that, that they're going to end up with a large mortgage in retirement for various reasons. There are some clients that, that we say, nope, we're going to try and help you, you know, show you how to pay this thing down and, and get it paid for in retirement. And then there's some people that need to have what I would call a small manageable mortgage in retirement years, enabling them to, to invest or, or live off of some of the cash before they just put it into their house. So I don't know where you fall in line with that. I really just need to see your numbers. But all of this can be solved by doing a, a financial cash flow plan. If you would go visit my website, <coughs> excuse me, if you would go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com, right on the first page there is a video that shows a financial plan of what, I, what I'm thinking with your questions. That's exactly what you need right there, okay? Okay. Um, okay. And that can, that can break it down. Now, I'm going to, if you want, I'll send you out our financial planning toolkit. There's no cost for it, and we'll have someone, uh, one of our advisors, reach out to you on the phone and give you a follow-up. Uh, a phone call to go over it and and then break down these three different questions. Excuse me. <coughs> Something in my throat here. Break down these three different questions for you so that it, it will work best in your scenario. Fair enough? Fair enough. Thank you. All right. Appreciate the phone call. Go check us out on Facebook and, and follow us there. Appreciate it. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com. I'm going to put you on hold, and Bob will get some of your information. You can catch us next week, next Saturday, again, with another session of Making Money Sense. Again, go. Oh, Chris. What's going on over here. there? Talk, Chris. <laughs> That's 855-767-3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. And like us on Facebook at LarryRosenthal.com. We should actually yeah, get At the, least everybody knows we're live, right? There you go, huh? <laughs> we can also do this. It's kind of interesting. We can get the uh, Facebook Messenger up here, and you can uh, put your questions in there on Facebook as well. That would be kind of fun. That so, would be fun. Maybe yeah. we'll try and do that next week. So, yeah, we'll again, go check out our web. Oh, there our website, LarryRosenthal.com. We're going to be having a uh, couple of our seminar series here outside of Baltimore on uh, Tuesday, February 19th from 1 to 2.30 in the afternoon. And then, again, the same session from 6.30 to 8 p.m. that same day. There's no cost for the seminar. The refreshments are free. Come on out. We're going to teach you about the power of the beneficiary form, the eight ways that you could th – that, that – um, taxes can impact IRAs when you receive them in retirement, depending on how old the person is who passed. We're going to show you how to minimize the tax impact on inheritance dollars, explain to you the lifetime or multi-generational IRA. You know, your IRA, Chris, can live as long as 82.4 years after you pass, wow. kicking out income and growing tax-deferred to your heirs. Nice gift. A lot of people don't understand this, and it all falls on the beneficiary form. We're going to explain the difference between per capita, per stirpes, a designated beneficiary versus a regular beneficiary, and show you how to maximize the tax efficiency on retirement dollars. So give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123 to register, or simply go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, to register right there. Hit the little seminar icon. Lots going on. You can also like us and follow us on Facebook. During the week, lots of people give us a call or shoot us off emails. Feel free to do the same thing, and we'll be sending you out information there. 
So for Chris McKay and Bob in the back, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week, and we'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.